0: Good evening. We here. We're back. Back in the night, um, shortly after our first snowstorm. It's almost Christmas. It is. It is Friday. Monday Monday, December twenty-first. Christmas is on Friday.
1: All right. Yep. We're
0: coming so off a big sports week.
1: Huge, actually. I mean, honestly, a big sports week. Corona thing is really. Um, what's the word? It, the time. I don't know the word for, it, but the timeline for all these sports are almost like all aligned now, where you always have something to watch at least Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, because so Monday. this was.
0: I'm a I'm a newly uh, cemented college football fan, okay. safe to say, and this was my first uh, championship weekend, and it is good fun. It is I good sat fun. on this couch, and I watched championship football from 12 to 12. It makes you wonder why a team would ever go independent. Seriously. if I, And why would you ever go to a school that was independent, having no potential to win any championship? That's why these Notre yeah. Dame guys are so, probably so hyped up they could finally win well, something. Well, what
1: I'll say, though... At least, because it seems we're somewhat talking about UMass uh, a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. But UMass produces pros, so I th- I, th- I think it depends on kind of your outlook your, your on goals. your goals. Col- yeah. yeah.
0: Well, anyways, who's who's this episode brought to us by? Uh, the the good old Pacifico Cerveza. Yeah. yeah. That's Spanish for beer. Yeah. Pacifico Clara. Okay.
1: Yep. So I went to the Imported liquor store. Beer,
0: brewed in Mexico. Um,
1: it's actually originally I had um. Maybe, I think they were uh, Miller's, or maybe, no, they were regular Bud Light, which I don't really like anyway. I hate Bud Light. And so Light. I put a, I, I carried it almost to the counter, and I was like, you know what, I don't really like this crap anyway. And I was going to get um, Modelo's, which I do like, but then I saw this box of Pacifico's next to it, which is pretty Pacifico's box.
0: are marketed amazingly.
1: Yeah, pretty box. And so I was like, you know what, let me get some Pacifico's, see what the West Coast hype is about.
0: kind of lukewarm but it's still good
1: no i think it's pretty good for beer. a
0: warm beer i no, can only imagine what it tastes good. like cold it's damn good for a warm warm beer um well, something i wanted to ask you actually so yeah. this is a um it's a uh it's not a twist off obviously because we're drinking a nope, bottle, bottle, bottle opener. you think like why, why do you think some companies just like are like completely against the whole twist off thing because some people are probably like you want me to make my bottle a twist off
1: yeah no i mean i, I don't know i'm I can't pretend to be what, an expert, but yeah. Do you think there's a stigma to the twist off? I mean, it's because really, if you think about it, in business, you want things to be as you convenient want, yeah. as possible for your people. But you know, everyone who drinks beer or any beverage more likely than not has a bottle opener, right? So it's like it's
0: not a need; it's more of a style choice. Like I, like I don't imagine it affects the taste. Maybe it's like sealed in more. Maybe it, I don't know, but. We'll have, to look, we'll have to look into fruit it. Fruit for thought. Yeah. It goes back to the cork, no cork discussion. Now that we're Well, even, for wine,
1: I think that's... Like, if, if you're drinking wine that's not corked, you're like, okay, what am I drinking?
0: You may as well be yeah. drinking toilet wine. Not going to lie, after having a few sips of these, I could slam, like, eight of these right now.
1: we get a c- couple <laughs> more? We, we are going to watch movie. Me and Noah and I are watching Tenet again tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Really screwed with us the first round. But anyways, let's get down to... So let's let's start with NFL. Right? Well, can I yeah NFL, oh. but can I share some personal news first? Please.
1: So oh, by the way, episode's brought to you by Bueno Isano, yes,
0: uh, and real time live. Yeah, and real time live. Um, that's our parent company. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so I mean, as well documented on the Instagram, I've had a quite the um, up and down fantasy football season. Um, I started out one five. And, and, but I was like doing well in points. I was putting up points, but I was going up against just juggernauts. That's what's bad about fantasy football. You can have a good week, and then you go against a, a, a juggernaut. You lose every time. But So I turned it around.
1: Well, there's a playoffs, too, ended so you know, set, every
0: week matters. You know? I ended up 7-6. and six. I make the playoffs as a four seed. I win my first matchup, landslide. And then this week, I'm going to get against the number one seed. And this would seed. have
1: been to go to the championship.
0: This is the semifinals. <laughs> and... Sorry, the Pacifico is too good. Damn good. But so I'm going up against the best team. And this is the first time I've been in the semifinals in a long time, Sam. I
1: How long are we talking? I'm the commissioner. Years.
0: I'm the commissioner of the league. I've been running this league since eighth grade, or maybe freshman year of high school. That's long that's like wow, nine years. That's uh, like almost half my life. Oh no, yeah. And I've never won my own fucking league. And you can imagine the shame. Because I've I personally have named the league. Something Zach will never win. And Zach is another guy in the league who always does horribly, but, read, but it, he's actually in the finals now.
1: Okay, so the tables so, have turned. So, this is,
0: so if Zach wins. It becomes a league Noah will never win. I, I can't change the name to something. I can't do that. You, you can't. I can't but bring that shame to. onto my name. I mean. It's a quiet narrative that Noah's never won the league. Because I'm the commissioner, I do so it. So they don't say it out no, loud. nobody suspects anything that Noah is parentally bad. Yeah, yeah. It's not even that I'm parentally well, bad. Well, I think
1: a part of it too, and this goes for any sports team as well, as well as fantasy. You can disguise your badness by being
0: mediocre all the time. It's all I am. I'm mediocre all the time. Yeah. I'm I'm great, I'm also great at PR. Yeah. But <laughs> What happens every year? It's like I'll draft a solid team. I'll feel great about it. Get halfway through the season, I'll go blazing. I'll end up like I'll be the one seed like halfway through. Maybe end up as a two or three seed. And then the playoffs come, and my guys just choke. It's like, but 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 I haven't been in the playoffs in a few years because I haven't really cared much about fantasy the last few years. I've kind of put That's it what aside. they all say. That's what the losers say.
1: But if you were winning that
0: pot year after year, I think. You'd be looking forward to play, then this year, the coronavirus year, I, I I didn't even think we were having a season. Mm. Two days before the NFL season starts, I'm like, okay, we'll do fantasy. So we do it, and then it's lasted honestly remarkably. It's lasted you know, seriously. Whole, I didn't, I, ha- I never, I I didn't have a single player go to the COVID list. Yeah. Um. So eventually, season goes on, and then this week, I I'm playing the best team in the league, and I'm a I'm a chronic lineup tweaker to my own fault. I'll stare like a at micromanager. that manager. I'll stare at that thing, and I'll and I'll see. Because I'm going up against the best team in the league. i got to figure out how to beat this guy. Because I know his team is better than mine. Yeah. He's loaded. He's got Dalvin Cook, Tyreek Hill, Kyler Murray. <laughs> like, but, um, so, but halfway through the year, I picked up Kirk Cousins. Because I've had quarterback issues the whole year. Matt Ryan sucks. Another topic we're going to talk about. But he sucks. So I picked up Kirk Cousins. And he carried me last few weeks ago 20 points consecutively. Okay, I finally have a stable option. Then my dumb ass um, panics and I pick up Derek Carr. Because he was playing the Chargers. I was like, okay, that game's going to be a shootout. And, of course, I picked the over in that game, so that was influencing my decision-making. So You're doubling down. I doubled down. You were, I, I, you were,
1: you were doing the double down that you, you make one bet, and then you make another bet that's essentially the same, hoping that they both hit, and that somehow the second bet fuels the first
0: one mm-hmm. to success. And so I, 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 and Kirk Cousins was playing the Bears. Bears are pretty good defense. I thought that game was going to be low scoring. It ended up being 30, very high scoring. So, Kirk Cousins is on my bench getting 20. Meanwhile, Derek Carr, on the second drive of this game, pulls up with a non-contact groin injury. Kill me now. And the worst part is that...
1: That was brutal to watch. ...the,
0: the, the over ended up hitting. So, my bet hit, but at what cost?
1: At what... No, seriously. Honestly, if he stayed in, Derek Carr probably would have been playing amazing. I mean, I mean Mariota went in and started seeing for Well, here's my thing. I, watched, I take
0: but... to say uh, Derek Carr stays in, he puts up at least 15. That would have kept you in it. And he put a, he gave me two because my team ended up having a good week. Yeah. David Montgomery when I went off, Travis Kelsey did his thing, you know the boys did their thing, but then Fuckface gets hurt, <laughs> and I'm sitting. I get two from him right now. Okay, for, it's Monday night. The game is probably starting in a half hour. I need I'm down one thirty five to one hundred two with Deontay Johnson left. So he's got the up most a 30, he's done all year is like twenty five. So like he's got to have a career game, yeah. right? One hundred fifty yards, two TDs is what we're looking at. <laughs> um, Against the Bengals, but hey, maybe, maybe <laughs> that but, would be electric, huh? Um, <laughs> Monday Night Miracle, was the best of them, but so that that's where I'm at. If Derek Carr gives me at least 15, I'm in striking distance. I really am, because this guy's Elliott had a kind of bad week. Yeah, his team didn't come to play, but
1: next it is year, it is. you know,
0: just on the topic of fantasy, I.
1: I haven't really played fantasy in a, a long time. I've done fa- fantasy football every now and then. I don't mind it because it's easy to change your lineups. The one I despise is fantasy
0: basketball. Yeah, me and my buddies had a running fantasy basketball league in high school. It's quite the headache. It is just,
1: like, constant. There's a game every day. Lineups need to be changed every day.
0: No, yeah. and you It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's dumb.
1: Um, and, I, like, I would do it. It just c- gives me a reason to kind of care about players I otherwise wouldn't. You know, the whole fantasy shtick. Mm-hmm. But... Well, back to At this whole
0: cost. Back to this whole Matt Ryan thing, right? He is garbage. <laughs> so going back to like, so obviously well, they... TB did, did him in again. So they lose twenty-eight to three, obviously in the Super Bowl, and then they since then they've the amount of leads they've blown. What do you is think? Unbelievable.
1: What do you think they've done to
0: deserve that? I don't know. I, I like Matt Ryan. I think he's a good no, quarterback, a future Hall of Famer, most yeah. likely MVP. No, hundred percent. I mean. I mean I don't know.
1: I think it's what? F- this might be game four or five this season that they've blown a lead. This the, season before alone, Before, before like they four. fired this dude, they've lost three games to come back? It's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, you know, football is one of those things where obviously offense and defense both do their thing separately, but it's not an offense problem. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they kind of put up points. I mean,
0: that's the thing. At a certain point, though, is it an offense problem? Because no, it's a. D- I'm saying it's a defense. Problem. No, I know. Yeah. I think. I think it partially is also an offense problem. Like, yeah. can you not like? So you put up all these points, and you just can't score again.
1: I mean, I think. I think what it is too, besides the scoring, because scoring is just one thing. But like, if you consistently maybe you get a touchback, you're receiving the ball. It's a touchback. You only drive it down to like the thirty before you punt. Like you're kind of just giving the defense solid field position. Yeah. Possession after possession, it makes it hard for a defense play. Um. TB. Key. Tom Brady came and did them dirty
0: again uh, last night. Twenty-four to seven. It was twenty-four to seven with what? A quarter no, it was elastic. twenty-four to seven, like at half. So like, it wasn't that crazy, but still, but uh, it was the nostalgia factor. You shouldn't be blowing that lead. It was in the same building, I think, as well. Yeah, like, not ideal.
1: You know, I, I would love to know what those locker rooms are like because I've been on bad teams before in my life. The locker rooms never happy. But I've I think never it's been on a, a bad bad team. Yeah, I mean, on a, maybe like varsity basketball, we weren't all that good. And then I've, I've done like some in-town leagues, but obviously that doesn't even carry the same level of seriousness at all. And our football teams are always fine, but like, the when you lose, it's tough. But when you lose week after week after week, it must just be miserable. Does well, getting a paycheck make it any better? Well, These that's guys the are thing. naturally so, competitive. Talking though.
0: about losing, let's talk about the Jets and the Jags. Okay. Like, they, I, I hate the teams that suck in football. I really do. So going into this week, the Jags were 1-12, and the jets were zero and 13 Mm -hmm. and the jets miraculously ran it up against the fucking number one defense rams and the jags obviously lost they got ran out of the gym by the off the field by the ravens so now they're both one and 13 and the jets are seemingly messing up this whole trevor lawrence thing which i mean it's what do you think about it I, i just think like okay if you
1: can if you're If you're halfway through a season, three-quarters of the way through a season, and now it's like, okay, our best hope, and, you know, football is one of those things, so you get a franchise QB, like, things are looking great for you for some time, you know what I mean? But it's like, do you, what I'm meaning to say is almost football, the way the drafts works, it almost makes it way too easy by, like, week eight or nine, if it's not looking hot, to be like, all right, let's lose all these games and
0: bet on our future. Well, the thing is, I feel like tanking doesn't happen in the NFL.
1: I, no, don't, I mean, you I don't have think, to go out
0: there and be competitive. Like, I don't think it's ever purposeful. No, I think the teams are just bad,
1: you know? But it's like... Yeah. Like, for example, everyone's like, oh, you know, the Jets shouldn't have won that. And I think, truly, they shouldn't have. But, like, you know, you, you go out there and I play. Mean, the I mean, I think the, day, the
0: Jets are better than their their record. They've been They've, like, been in a number of games this year they could have won. Yeah. So, like, maybe they're really not that bad, and that's how they pulled this off. But, like, it's almost seeming like... As they're getting closer and closer to the end, they want to win a game, but it just makes no sense to me. Maybe cause, maybe it's because a lot of these NFL contracts have incentives. I don't know.
1: No, yeah, yeah. I mean, plus, too, by, by this time in the season, now you're trying out different lineups. Pe- like, third, fourth guys are getting more play. Like, obviously, they're trying to make a name for themselves, stick around on a roster. So the motivation does change. Well, well where
0: do you want to see uh, Trevor Lawrence go?
1: Uh, so right, so right now what's basically it's Jacksonville to the, the Jets. The Jets. I, I mean, I think no one really wants to go to uh, New York.
0: That's the thing. Shouldn't people want to go to New York? I guess it's kind of the Knicks narrative.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think I don't know. I mean, it's a <laughs> it's a great city, right? Big
0: market, know, good city. The the Jets kind of have a solid history of winning. Good fan
1: base, people like you. But I mean, I think part of it is there's a lot of expectations. Big city big dreams to carry are you super protected there how does the organization run do they like you know focus on getting you your offensive line protection do you have weapons because i think it could be one of those situations where you go in week one starting quarterback and you are almost set up to fail i mean i think this kid sam darnold's like solid no i think the darnold's kid they solid have. too
0: i don't know why they would i mean i guess I mean, they Law- just have zero offensive line i guess
1: lawrence <coughs> they're seeing as like Generational. I think he's he's nasty. I
0: would be a massive Trevor Lawrence fan if he didn't look like a fucking retard. A little bit. He's it's a lot. It's pretty hard to root for a guy that looks like that. The long hair. Like watching Clemson is like they're they're really good and they're fun to watch.
1: It's like but um, like I
0: I have a lot of trouble rooting for them. Like I was the biggest Clemson fan in the world when Trevor Lawrence was out. Well, I mean, so you think he's going one or two? One, obviously. I mean, he's gonna he's, go. He's one. He's gonna go one. Jeez,
1: Justin Field isn't going one. Justin Field sucks, in my personal opinion. Um, you know. But
0: that's just me. He did not look good against Northwestern.
1: Um, But, you know, speaking kind of of college football, we're doing pretty good on the segues. Let's talk about the playoffs and the selection process.
0: Right. So, um, Bama, Ohio State, and uh, Clemson were the givens. Yep. Notre Dame right now is at four. Before this week, Notre Dame was the second best team in the country because they were undefeated and they had a win against Clemson. And then they got rolled mm-hmm. by Clemson and Trevor Lawrence's return. Now,
1: what do you think about so the, the playoffs are obviously four teams, right? Four teams and there's talk of expanding it. People want it expanded. I have my thoughts. I, I would, think it should be 6 to 8. Yeah. At least 6. Well, that's that's what I was saying, but my this is kind of my take on it. There is a level of fatigue or at least it feels like there's a level of fatigue to watching the same teams every year in the playoffs, but the numbers don't reflect that. Like, if these four teams weren't in it, much less people would watch, right? So, it's like, are you going to, let's say it's these four, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame, like, does it, do you really want, like, an Oklahoma there? Do you really want, like, a Coastal just because they went undefeated? Because, at the end of the day, that they are different echelons of talent.
0: There really are. Like, you can watch, like, okay, so uh, two weeks ago, I was watching BYU play Coastal. At the time, two undefeated teams, two very good teams, but then... Immediately after, I turned on Bama LSU. And now those are two football teams. Yeah. It's just a completely different tier of the sport.
1: I mean, like I was watching something today. I think it was Bomani Jones on Twitter. Uh, he, he was on some talk show or whatever. But he was saying, like, there really is a difference between having a team like Alabama, like Clemson, where every single one of those guys is a blue chip 3 4 Star guy, five-star guy.
0: Mac Jones, Bama's quarterback, was a three-star recruit.
1: Well, you know, every now and then you get the diamond in the rough, but Mac Jones, more likely than not, will be an All-American, right? He might win the Heisman. So, exactly. You have an All-American quarterback, a star-studded cast of receivers, They got the best receiver in the the league. They got the best running back. You know what I mean? so that is so different from these top ten teams, lower half of the top ten teams, that maybe have a few three-, four-star guys. Like it just really is a whole different thing.
0: Well, it, it's like okay, so Bama is playing Notre Dame. Bama is gonna fucking destroy Notre Dame. You're gonna like you're gonna tell me you wanna watch Bama play Cincinnati, yeah. who they're just like not even in the same spectrum of. No, re- I mean, really what they should do, I mean I think it's slightly
1: disrespectful. I don't know how they would do it, but there almost should be two playoffs. Like they should Call this what they want to call it with the four teams and, you know, the bowl. But then, you know, bring in the next eight because those eight teams are somewhat competitive. Or bring in the next six and let them do their own thing. Because, like, I think it's a – I don't want to call it disrespectful, but it's tough to really separate them. You know what I mean? But, like, at the end of the day, if you want to watch competitive playoff football, it's going to be in that lower half. You can't can't mix them.
0: Like, at the end of the day, the only competitive game is always going to be the championship game. Yeah. Because at the end of the day there's really usually only two teams that match up well. Yeah. Which is tough. But like I think Bama, Clemson and Ohio State have been in like like those three have been in like five of the last six. They've made up three of the four teams and like I'm all for like parity and seeing the the like non-power 5 schools get a shot but like they just wouldn't be able to hang in there.
1: Not even in the slightest. Um and I guess kind of from there, um over this past weekend as well, there's the father and sons uh, golf tournament.
0: Yes, the PNC Championship. Yep. Um, Tiger, you know, Tiger, and Charlie with Charlie. You know, as Tiger's son, Charlie's never really gotten much attention. This was his first time in the spotlight. Well, he's an
1: eleven year old kid. So. I know, but you got to <laughs> think of,
0: like we've been looking at Bronny since he was like eight.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I th- okay, I think that's different because Bronny was playing basketball. Where there's cameras, like who's gonna go watch this kid golf?
0: Yeah, no, fair enough. You know I mean? It's not like there's. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, like it, it's. But he's he's filthy. Th- it's pretty cool. No, like, i I just saw this video twenty minutes ago. Like, they l- they literally have all the exact same mannerisms.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, in the story of Tiger, right? You know, the classic high rise, uh, swift fall. And slow climb up again. I think that this is a nice new arc in his story. You know, Charlie's not going to be relevant, so to speak, in the game for another
0: seven, ten years. But he's good. He can play. Well, the thing is, um, Tiger was like, it's nice to see him have a personal side. You know, for those first ten years of his career, he was like a robot. Yeah. He hated everybody, he didn't give interviews, mm-hmm. like he wouldn't even sign kids' autographs, like a fucking douchebag. All he like, yeah. cared about what was winning. And now he's like a human being. Oh, yeah. But I will say, a lot of 11 year old kids are good at golf. Like, I think um, it's. The Eagle, e- though. No, yeah. I think it's easy to see, like, Charlie come out and play like this, because um, like, he he's Tiger's son and all this, but, like, there are a lot of kids like that. Mm. Like, there's a lot of young kids that are just, like, filthy at golf from an early age. But they're. But it's just, like, because he's Tiger's son, he's all of a sudden in the spotlight. Yeah, I mean, I
1: was talking to my my family about that the other day, and I'm thinking, like, young kids in general, if you start something early enough, in those, like, crucial young years, you pick up on things incredibly faster than yeah. somebody later. So, like, yeah, if you start golfing at seven, by the time you're 11, that's a third of your life you've been doing something. Like, you were going to be really good at it. No, yeah, for sure. Um but yeah. On the on the Brawny note, um just brief little thing, what do you what do you think about that? So LeBron now he's signed a two year extension, likely to uh get out of his contract the year Brawny
0: is eligible to play. I think Bronny's good. Well that's uh, assuming Bronny because LeBron's contract is up the year Bronny graduates high school, so he would go straight to the league. Yes, the,
1: the the NBA actually changed the rule. It would go into effect, I believe, next year or the year after. But you no longer have to be a year removed. Really? Yeah. So you can technically come out of high school now.
0: Again, I mean, I think it all depends on uh, if LeBron gets one more. I think if yeah. LeBron, I think if LeBron stays at four, then he'll go wherever at that point in his career, just to play one year with Bronny. Mm -hmm. But if he's all of a sudden at five chasing six, I think it becomes, I don't know, man. Let's hope you get drafted to L.A. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, I think because, you know, we were going to segue into NBA storylines that we're most looking forward to. I am most looking forward to the Lakers again. I'm a Celtics guy, but I I won't even lie to you. When I play my leagues, when I play my leagues, I do make sure LeBron gets the five rings, at least. Um, and then I, I let him play it out from there. But, I, you know, I want LeBron to get to five. That would be dope. Um, in terms of this, this, so the NBA has so many storylines. I don't know. I think um, Giannis staying in Milwaukee kind of erases that storyline. I could give a fuck about what happens over there in Wisconsin. Um, Lamelo's fun to watch. I, it's too bad, like, sports center is turning into Lamelo center. But it is what it is. Um, geez, storylines. I'm trying to think. Like, there's no real new... Do- oh, you know what? The Suns. I think the Phoenix Suns are a team to watch. I'd CP3? Be- well, yeah, they got CP3. Obviously, everyone knows they went 9-0 and in the bubble. Didn't make the playoffs. But people forget, early last year, before the pandemic, they actually started off, like... I want to say 11-2. And two. And two. Yeah, yeah, something like really, really hot. And then Aiton went down, I think, for, like, drugs or... <laughs> Some some random stuff. <laughs> I don't even know. And then they, and they started to suck. But I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think CP3 is going to bring them to a hot take five seed.
0: I wouldn't even call that a hot take.
1: I don't know. It's a I tough, mean it's a CP3 tough West.
0: brought the Thunder to the six seed.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a tough. I mean I'm thinking in no particular order, but it's going to be the LA teams, Portland, and
0: Denver probably top four. Any order? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I think
0: I am most intrigued by. Just what happens with the Clippers in general? Because they are like, um, you got all kinds of rumors swirling about. Now they're talking about running the triangle with Kawhi and all really? this stuff. That's yeah, what,
1: that's what Ty. Tyro, they're talking Lewis? about
0: running the triangle. Like,
1: I mean, you know what? He he could do it, but I think the thing about the triangle is you really do have to have a team of selfless people. Um, and I, you know, I'm not in their locker room, but based on what they say. There's a lot of locker room poison. Oh, there's, a,
0: there's a lot of drama it's going on. Tu- over
1: there. Turbulent locker room, and I mean, look, you got um, Lemon Pepper Lou leaving the bubble to go get some wings in Orlando. Marcus Morris, that thinks was the he's beginning the of the end. Um, Kawhi, you know, lives in San Living Diego. In San Diego like a Paul George thinks he has a ho- basically. Paul George's teammates don't respect him, right? Like. He, by all means, he's the, he's the second star on that team. But you have guys on the bench like Landry Schmet and Montrez Harrell, former Clippers, saying, yeah, I don't think he deserves to be taking 25 shots a game. That is a uh, dumpster fire in my personal opinion. But that's the price you pay to make a t- the second team in Los Angeles relevant. You you are not doing it organically. Are
0: they into their new stadium yet? No, that's not that's not for a few years. No, but, yeah, um, but that place looks sweet. The uh, It does. It's going to be epic. The yeah. Forum or
1: something like that? It's
0: so, I don't know, something yeah. like that. It's going to be in I don't know where it is going to be. But uh I have one more uh, question for you. So um myself and, and a good friend of ours Charlie, um we're we're riders. You do. So you say. are. We we ride so to say. Um we we back each other up when yep. right, when comes time to <laughs> Put the money You down. win together, you lose together. Win it's together, no, lose together. Not any better than that. Um, mainly lose together as of late. But it makes the wins all the better. Naturally. But so my question for you is, um, there's obviously all these accounts on Instagram and Twitter, like the handicappers, right? The guys mm. who give out the picks, the camp miss parlays. The, the snake oil salesmen. The locks. Mm. Um, would you rather win based off of... Somebody else's picks that you find online, or just or your own gumption, gumption. Um, because it's obviously nice to win. Like if you're yeah. if you're riding a guy that wins all the time, you win. It's great, but like,
1: if not- I think if you are not into sports, you take the guy's picks. I mean, obviously, if you're betting on sports, you're into sports. But if you're not a huge, if you don't consider yourself a diehard, buy the guy's picks, ride with the picks. Well, but if you or somebody who actually, you know, you know the league, you know the whatever, you're betting probably not necessarily because you're trying to win money, but because it adds to your enjoyment of the game. You think you're an expert of the game. You think you know a lot about the game. Forget buying the guy's picks. You know, make your own picks. I think it makes it more interesting, right? But um, At the end
0: of the day, it is a profession. No, yeah. Sports betting is a profession.
1: I mean, these guys more or less, I think, know what they're talking about, but they're also getting filthy rich, off of uh you know, sometimes you're big or sometimes you're right, sometimes you're not right, you know, but
0: it's sad because good is like if you're sixty five percent correct.
1: Yeah. I mean and I mean these guys' units are pretty big too. Um, but no, I mean me, I'm not a huge sports better. Um but I enjoy creating my own picks. I see all the time people spreadsheets and, you know, buy this guy's picks, buy this guy's picks. I would never do that. I, I do w-
0: think it's funny though. Because now my, my TikTok is bombarded with, with these picks and oh, stuff yeah. like that, the locks, the parlays. And I'll be going through and like the day they'll come up, the old ones will come up of like a day after. And it'll be like the can't miss parlay, every single team loses. Because <laughs> <And I'm just laughs> like, I think it's worse when, uh, like, if I, if let's say I was betting Monday Night Football and I lost, at least I, I know that I lost. Yeah. But if I lose on some other schmuck's pick, I'm like, why the fuck did I listen to this guy?
1: And that's, that's just what I said. I mean, if, you, if you're if you somebody who's passionate enough to be like, fuck, well, why did I follow along with this guy? You're better off making your own picks.
0: Because at the end of the day, anybody can do the spreadsheets and the, the analytics. But, like, it, it, it's so –
1: it's just like anything can fucking it's happen. Yeah, it's not a sure call by any means almost ever.
0: Ever. It really is. That's, that's why it's sports.
1: But I do look forward to playing a lot of sp- – I think – good thing that's empty. I do look forward to playing some spreads – uh, in the NBA this season I think I know enough About the league To be correct More often than I'm incorrect But you never know I think basketball Is probably one of the Harder ones to do it in You can only hope You never know But alright right, let's wrap note, yep. Good stuff Pacifico uh, Download the application Join us for some NBA action um, We're still doing football as well Follow us on Instagram At realtime.sports Go to Bueno Isano and go get you a brisket burrito
0: in Powerhouse Nutrition for all your energy needs. Oh. Yeah, all, all right, right. That's a wrap.